Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. Dear sisters and brothers, I am Deacon David Hochwald, and this is A Moment with Scripture, reflecting on the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 22, verses 3 through 16, the conversion of St. Paul. There is nothing more compelling than a personal testimony about one's conversion. Conversion includes a change in behavior, but it goes beyond behavior. It is a change in our very nature. It is such a significant change that the Bible refers to it as a rebirth, a change of heart, or a baptism of fire. Conversion testimonies are as varied as people, but they all contain three basic parts. What one's life was like before Jesus came into it, how Jesus came into one's life, and what one's life has been since Jesus came into it. Using this model, let's take a look at St. Paul's personal testimony regarding his conversion, as told in his own words in Acts. Paul, or Saul as he was then known, was a Jew from Tarsus. He was well educated in ancestral law, having studied under the renowned Rabbi Gamaliel, He was, in his own estimation, zealous for God, to the point of persecuting the way, as early Christianity was called, to death. So he was convinced he was doing the right thing by delivering Christians to prison. Most people who undergo a conversion share this attitude about their lives. They are perfectly happy doing what they're doing, living the way they're living, convinced they're right up to a point. And the point is when they encounter the risen Jesus, just as Paul did on the road to Damascus. There are several qualities about this encounter. First, it is a personal encounter. One feels an immediate direct connection with Jesus. In St. Paul's case, it is the great light from the sky that suddenly shone around him, and the voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Furthermore, his companions saw the light, but did not hear the voice. The message was for Paul alone. Conversion encounters can be profound, like during a near-death experience. Or they can be subtle, as demonstrated in St. Augustine's beautiful prayer, O Lord, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Second, there is a sense of conviction a realization that one has not been living the correct life. It's often accompanied by a sense of unfulfillment, frustration, emptiness, futility, guilt. It's as if Jesus holds up a mirror and one sees oneself for who they really are at that moment. There is a brutal honesty that cannot be denied. But instead of condemnation, there is a tide of grace, peace, and mercy that washes over, often bringing a torrent of tears. Third, 
there is a call to action. Jesus ordered St. Paul, get up and go to Damascus. In my case, he told me to move to another location and led me there. On the other hand, one can experience a personal encounter and the sense of conviction, but not respond to the call to action. Conversion requires a metanoia, a change in the direction of one's life. If one is not willing to act, one is stuck right where they are. Fourth, there is a period of reflection. What just happened to me? What's going on with my life here? Paul's blindness no doubt gave him time to reflect as he suddenly became dependent on his companions to lead him to Damascus. Ignatius of Loyola, who founded the Jesuits, was a dashing soldier who underwent a long recuperative period from battle wounds, giving him time to reflect on his life. He underwent conversion through the reading of the lives of the saints. Reflection involves studying one's image in the spiritual mirror, which if done honestly and with genuine humility, leads to repentance. We know a lot about St. Paul's life after his conversion. One of the key elements was acceptance by the community, beginning with, the, beginning with Ananias, who cured him of his blindness. Acceptance is an important part of one's journey in conversion because it strengthens and confirms the new path. And it's important for the community because it's a concrete manifestation of the presence of the living Jesus among us. The Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults, RCIA, is the formal process of acceptance into our church. So the next time you see a catechumen, give them a warm greeting and encouragement for his or her conversion journey. Finally, never forget that faith is a gift from God. There's nothing we can do to earn it. Conversion is the process of accepting the gift. And what a gift it is. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.